God did his part in the relationship, he literally sent himself in the form of his son. Yep. And then he died and then resurrected. Even God was able to make himself uncomfortable so that we could have a relationship with him. What's going on? It's your boy, Coley Cole. And Elijah Winston. And this is the Impact Podcast, where we inspire and motivate using practical and Christ-like techniques. Yes, sir. We are now in college. Now we're starting season two, Dorm Edition, you know. We're just trying to give that godly wisdom from the college perspective so that we can help y'all out. So, as always, make sure you sit back, relax, maybe even grab some snacks. And enjoy the podcast. Facts. got a fat one over there. She look good. Yeah. She look good. And on the surface, man. <clears throat> but, God, are you okay with that? Yeah. And I have to deny my flesh because, dang, she look bad. Yeah. But are yeah. you okay with that? Yeah. Is this you or is this me? Me. Simply. Help me discern. Simply. Is Are these my, are these my fleshly or spirit, are these my fleshly or spiritual eyes looking? Mmm. Cause sometimes you look in the flesh, it'll make your spirit eyes just you just don't look with them, man. Like, like shut, z- zipped closed, closed, and you looking straight with that flesh, man. What that body got, what that, mm-hmm. but looking with the spirit requires a little more investigation. Yep, mm-hmm. it does. Being with the flesh is easy, mm-hmm. but but walking in the spirit now, you gotta ask God about it. Yep. you gotta wait for His time. And you gotta then, inconvenience yourself because yes. a lot of times, you know, the uh, the worker. Has to be like, hey, let me do this real quick, and then I'll get to you. Yeah. It takes a little bit of inconvenience. It does. It does. It mm. takes self-reflection that you don't know what you're talking about. You don't. You thinking with your worldly eyes when you don't have the uh, spiritual wisdom. Mm. Yeah. And AutoZone wasn't built for you to know everything about it when you walked in. That's why they have employees. Good. That's why they have experts for you to talk to. Good. Because they want everyone to be able to come in there and diagnose what they need and get what they need put on their car. God. Regardless if you know or if you don't know because the expert does. Yeah. Right? So God is designed for his children to come to him and say, Lord, I don't know. What am I doing? What is needs to happen? And he's able to direct you and say, this is where you need to go. Yeah, yeah, I know you like that brand, but that packaging is actually um, deceptive, and it actually is... Um, doesn't it, have batteries included. It doesn't have batteries included. Yeah, ain't no batteries included. <laughs> but, this, but this one, though, it may not look as pretty as this packaging. Mm-hmm. This one actually has everything you need, and it's going to serve you much better. Everything you need, and then some. And then some. You're you going to be solving problems you ain't even know you had. Man. Come on. Be like, Lord, I ain't even know I needed this tool. I'm so glad I got this one. They're going to be praying for you without your permission, mm. behind the scenes. They're going to be serving you in ways you didn't even expect. Mm. <laughs> Not only do they have batteries included, it comes with two extras. Mm. Two extras. <laughs> Triple A, double A, <laughs> nine volt, whatever you need. All of them. <laughs> it comes with an extra AAA battery for your other appliances. For your other appliances. <laughs> but that's real though, bro. And and just to bring it back, like when you actually get like a a girl, like the original the original design for a woman was a helpmate. Yeah. Adam, you do not need to be alone. 
Yep. Let me take one of your ribs and give you someone to be with you. Yeah. A helpmate. That's how the Bible describes them. And so um, ask yourself, is the person I'm with only serving my flesh or are they actually helping me? Helping my spirit. Helping my spirit. Helping me grow, not helping me grow spiritually, but also as a person, growing Simply. my discipline. Yep. Helping me prioritize my own relationship with God. Yep. Helping me prioritize my own, for us, we're in college, my own schoolwork. Yep. You know, helping me prioritize the things God's called me to. This podcast, yep. you know, different outlets like music and, and for you, like the different things you're pursuing, like yep. are they are they encouraging me to walk the way that I need to? And not being an obstruction, but actually being something that helps me get to my destination quicker. Good. And more effectively. Mm-hmm. And more godly. Yeah. Like, is this person helping me? Yeah. If 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 the original design for a woman was to help is this helping or hindering me? Yeah. Simple as that. And will this person still help or hinder me long term? Mm. We have to think futuristic. You do. We have to. Uh, I don't know if I've uh, I don't know if I said on the previous previous episode, but I just want to reiterate it. Um, <clears throat> my mom and dad said um, the mo- the most important decision you can make in your life. Other than you submitting your life to Christ, yep. is who you choose to be your spouse because that is the only person on this earth that you become one with. Yep, that is scripture. Once again, we try to back everything we say on this podcast with scripture. Yeah, that is scripture, which is why it's the most important. You don't become mm. one with anyone else in your life. You can't become one with your dad, your mom, no. your sister, your brother, your friend, your cousin. Nothing like that. You may love them. Man, but you cannot become one. Mm -mm. Not like your spouse. Mm. And it makes me think of this analogy, bro, because when you become one, you mix together. Like, you bond. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so, if you are pure water and you're becoming one with oil, those don't mix, bro. Nope. So, so you're becoming one with something that is not going to complement your life in Christ. So that because that oil and water don't mix, mm-hmm. y'all becoming one, but y'all are truly separated in spirit because y'all not on the same page. You're not equally yoked. No matter how much you try and stir that bad boy, it ain't end, working. They gonna be separate. Yeah. No matter how hard you try, that's good, dude. But like you know them little cherry packets you put in water. Yeah. You put them little cherry packets. You shake them around. After a while, it becomes one liquid and not water and powder. Yep. So you becoming one is. Oh yeah, this is one like when you drink one of those, it tastes like one drink. Yeah. It doesn't taste like water and red powder. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Because eventually it becomes becomes one the yep. right way. But if you're drinking a glass of oil and water, you're gonna drink that water and then that oil gonna hit the back of your throat and you're gonna be like <laughs> boom. You're gonna Man. be like boom. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa boom. Whoa boom. And once again, we have to remember, uh, in the old Bible days, um, when you become one, that's when you have sex. Yeah. They didn't have a ceremony of, you know, to death do y'all part. Um, nah, it was if y'all getting if y'all getting frisky, that now this is your wife. Like yeah. that's how God sees it. Yeah. Which is how we need to see it. Yeah. Um, which is why you do it after you do the ceremony and after you're definitely confessing that this person's your wife. Yes. Or if you're the wife, that this person's your husband. Um, yeah. That's why after that That's when you have sex And that's when it's in God's covenant So um, When you have sex 
in marriage or with or outside. In God's eyes, y'all is married. Mm. Once again, you have put that powder in that water. Mm. You have shaken and it up. You shaking it up. Ain't no coming. Wow. Ain't no coming back from that. You cannot separate the two. You don't separate. So when, <laughs> when you have sex with someone and they aren't wife material, that's why, like you said, when you brought that soul ties in, that's why it's a thing. Mm. Because once again, when you get married, and remember, in the Bible, when you get married, you become one. And in God's eyes, you are married when you have sex. So mm. when you then split up after you've had sex with somebody and then you go and be intimate with someone else, you still have soul ties to that person. Mm. Mm. Simply. And now you have to rip apart the soul tie. Yeah. And it leaves wounds. It does. That they might heal up, but that ish leaves scars, man. It does. That are lifelong. And you have to heal from them. Man. But- even in that, God will because the the biggest thing that God puts us through those types of struggles is is so that we can come back to him Correct. and rededicate our lives to him. Correct. And so in rededicating my life to God and saying, you know what, Lord, I know I've made mistakes. I know I've had sex with people before. Correct. But I'm trying to rededicate my life back to you and live the way you called me to. He's going to honor that and he's going to cleanse you. And like Elijah said, there are wounds and there are scars that have to heal, but God can heal those. And he can bring you and he can bring you from those um, experiences um, and alter his glory, yeah. right? But you do have to understand before going into it, like there there are consequences to your actions. You need to understand that if you've already done it, there are going to be consequences in your life that are set in stone. Yeah, um, but God is gracious. God is gracious and God is good. Um, it ain't over till it's over. If you it ain't, ain't over if, so you, if you ain't seeing what your dad said. Well, if you wake up and you don't see grass growing over your head, you got options. You got options. Ain't no time like the present. It ain't over till it's over, baby. Simple like that. And have you seen, you know, um, you know the dude who used to be Boom Gang? Mm. And now he's um ah, what's his name? Uh Holy Gabbana. Okay. Holy Gabbana. You know what I'm talking about? Not um, exactly, but go Holy Gabbana. He's on Instagram. Basically, he's the dude who used to still stuff be like, Boom Gang. Boot gang. Yes. But then yes, he get, I'm but, there. but once like you can see how much this dude exudes Christ when he walks now. Mm. When he lives his life. And so what that took was, Lord, I know I'm not living the way I need to. I feel empty inside. And then he flipped his whole entire life around. And so now he's living for the Lord. Right. And so there's a time where the Lord will heal you from your past as if you did not experience it in the first place mm-hmm. when that takes time like i said that takes that takes a process it does. but god is a healing god mm-hmm. and so he's never going to leave his children in the dust mm-hmm. but you do have to understand before you do something understand what the consequences could be but if you've already done something understand that god is gracious but, and that he will always bring you through mm-hmm. and that he loves his children enough to do that mm-hmm. right yes so yeah for sure and once again once again, with that humility thing, Boogang had to go to God. Yeah. Be like, hey, I freaked up. Just like how you go to the work at AutoZone. Hey, my car's jacked up and I don't know what to do. Yeah. You have, it takes self-reflection being like, hey, I freaked up. I suck. Yeah. That past, I don't like it. And that was me. Mm. Not operating in your will. Yeah. So guys, like, just like how the worker is, I right, bet. Let's get to work. Yeah. That trans- help you. My transmission broke. Your engine broke. But look. 
Let's fix that. Let's Let's replace this. Let me take the heart that you had when you weren't serving me, and I renew, uh, uh, give you a clean heart and renew a right spirit Mm -hmm. unto you, right? And so now I've transformed you from the inside out. So now, before you were operating on some a faulty system because it was filled with sin, but now that I've renewed it and I've given you a new engine, a new transmission, and I've given you like all all the bolts, the, all the bolts are tightened up and everything. Now you can operate in my will. Yeah. Now understand, if you go back to living in sin, you're gonna mess up your engine again. You're gonna mess up your transmission again. Yeah. You go back to AutoZone. They're always going to give you another one. Yeah. They're always going to give you a new engine, but it costs money, yeah. right? And so when you go back to God, be for real. Yeah. Let leave that past life behind. For real. Renew so that you can be new, man. God just wants you. God allows us to know what it feels like to be without him so that we appreciate when we're with him. That's good. Because we both experienced times where we was all doing what we wanted to do and it's been without God. And we felt like crap. Crap. And we come back to him and he's always accepted us with open arms, kind of like the prodigal son. He will restore you. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I wanted to emphasize, like, lastly, the importance of the male role yes. or the importance of the roles in the relationship, right? Because you were talking about what you learned from my your, your relationship. Because you asked yes. me at the beginning. This is not your your portion. Yes. Okay. So this is like my thought process on it, and my by my experience, what I've seen um, in my relationship, and mm-hmm. I think it applies to a lot of godly relationships, is um, the fact that the natural um, the natural nature of a godly relationship is that the man is supposed to um, love the wife as Christ loves His church, yep. and died for them, mm-hmm. right? So a sacrificial love, and then. Um, the woman is supposed to submit unto her husband as the church submits unto Christ. Right. And so I was telling, I was saying how we need as men in the relationship, we need to lead our significant other in a way that is glorifying to God. Right. And so I don't say this in like, Oh, she needs to do what I say or I'm controlling or she, yeah. Like she does everything I tell her to do because that's not it. She has her own calling that God has called her to, and you're involved with it, but God also speaks to her and God also talks to her. But it is what my influence on her is as the male in the relationship, right? Um, And what I've noticed in my own relationship is that when I'm talking to her and um, there may be something that we want to do, she is more inclined to lead after something that I, or she's more inclined to follow after my leading. Yeah. Right. And so if I were to say, um, hey, do you want to do um, like, do you want to chill and watch a movie or something? And she might be like, yeah, knowing she has some assignments to get done or something like that. Yeah. But because um, she wants, she to, spend wants time to, with you. to spend time with me, she also wants to, to please me to a certain extent. Yep. She'll be like, oh, I'll sacrifice this, um, my work. But now she may not her GPA may be going down or, mm. you know, like she may have to grind and that may bring up her stress levels yeah. after you guys get done watching that movie. Right. And yeah. so me as a male, I had to start to consider, okay, my actions don't just involve the consequences of my actions just don't involve me, but they also involve my girl. Right. Yeah. And so I have to realize my consequence, good or bad has an effect on her. And so if I'm sinning, um, and I lead her to sin, um, 
that is going to not only take a toll on me, but also her. Yeah. And one of the things I realized early on in our relationship that really hurt me, um, one time I had led in a direction that wasn't glorifying to God, and it hurt her more than it hurt me. And that tore me up. Because mm-hmm. for me, it was like, oh, it's a sinful moment, but it'll be okay, right? But after those almost two hours went by where we almost fell, yeah. right, she has assignments that she has to get done. Mm-hmm. She was trying to go to work that day. Yep. Like She had all this stuff that she was trying to do. And because I led in the wrong direction and I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit, now, even though my assignments are good, yeah. I'm, I'm ahead on my assignments, but she was trying to get up. Her major is more taxing than mine is. Yeah. So now I had to sit there and, and, ooh, and just reminisce on how you led her wrong. I had to eat that and how and I had to watch and I had to watch Mm, go there, man. I had to watch her try and pick it up. There was nothing I could do at that point. Yeah. There -hmm. was nothing I could do. I can't do your assignments for you. I can't go to work for you. Mm -hmm. I can't get dressed for you. So she's doing all this herself. And, you know, I I made her late that day. Yeah. Man, I felt so terrible. And so it was like, it just emphasized, man, are you going to take advantage of the fact that she wants to be submitted to you and please you in this relationship? Or are you going, you take advantage of it for your own sinful pleasures? Or will you actually um, lead her in a direction that's glorifying to God, which actually helps her even sometimes at the expense of your comfortability? That's good. You know? Yeah. Um, I think it would be fair, and tell me if I'm wrong, it would be fair to say this, um, we have to be comfortable in our uncomfortability. As in, boy, you got no, cl- you got no clue, but you got absolutely <laughs> no clue. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I've been praying that for like two days now. Uh-uh. That, for real. That exact thing? Becoming comfortable in uncomfortability. I promise you, dude. But oh, I, I thought I thought about that probably about a week or two ago. Wow, bro! And I ain't told nobody about because I plan on sending on the podcast. Wow, yeah, that's great, man. We're on the same wavelength, bro. Stop playing with it's me. runway season. It, it's, it's runway, runway season. season, boy. Yeah, it's runway season. We are we enjoy being comfortable in the comfortable spot, which is you know being with our girl, you know, um, you know being. Um, being intimate, all the things that are sin, because once again, we are in our flesh, and our flesh likes what it likes, and we're comfortable in what it likes. But the uncomfortableness would be um, not being as intimate, or letting her lock in when she got homework, mm-hmm. or I need to leave so I can lock into my homework. Discipline. Uh, discipline. Yeah. Discipline is uncomfortable. It is. Um, or uh, in the morning. To just discipline examples instead of going and uh you know i don't know listen to me like for me i li- i like start my morning with music or i'll start my morning with going uh to eat or something like that but uh it's inconvenient um for me to get up and the first thing i try to do is go to my phone and um go to the bible app instead of mm, going to instagram yeah a lot of times i will go to instagram first yeah but i need to fight my flesh mm. and go to what inconvenience or makes my flesh want to throw up um, or buck against me and go to the word. Yeah. Um. But then when you create that routine, yeah, you start getting un, unco- you start getting comfortable in that uncomfortableness, and now that becomes your new comfortable. Yes. 
Yes. Um, so when you are with your partner, you have a routine. At the beginning, it's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, but it's for the glory of God. Yeah. And it's for the betterment of you and your partner, bro. Yeah. So let's get comfortable in this uncomfortableness, man. That yes. makes it a lot easier. And long term, it saves lives. It does. It does. And when you do that, when you're able to become comfortable in uncomfortability, a.k.a. when you're able to become uncom- or become comfortable in discipline, Good. when you're able to become comfortable in saying, hey, I know we want to pour into this relationship, but we can spend time together all the time. But what you need to do right now is priority. You need to get this assignment done Good. or you need to practice this yep. or you need to uh, go clean this or whatever, whatever they have they want to do. Right. Yeah. Um, go prioritize that. I'm going to at at the expense of my comfortability, I'm going to um, push you to be a better person as an individual. So you get your assignments done. You know what I'm saying? Like you get your stuff done. And when you do that, your relationship grows stronger. And it allows you guys to um, thrive in discipline. Mm-hmm. You know? And prosper in it. And prosper, bro. There, There's a certain type of fruit that comes from sacrifice and Man. obedience to God. Mm-hmm. There's a certain type of, there's a certain type level of relationship that you can't get unless you get uncomfortable. That's good. You you can't reach certain levels in your relationship until you become uncomfortable. All things that are worth having aren't easy. Yeah. They don't come easy. They it's don't. going to take sacrifice. A God sent a relationship, it's gonna be tough. You can't yeah. do what everyone else do. Yeah. But that's cause we're not called to be like everyone else. Period. God God did his part in the relationship when we as sinful people couldn't obey the law in the old testament he literally sent himself in the form of his son yep and and then he died and then resurrected Mm. and then went back Mm. 33 years on earth came down from heaven went back to heaven and that was all even god was able to make himself uncomfortable so that we could have a relationship with him (laughs) 